SEO this week, hey everyone, Clint Butler here, and welcome to 2018. I know it's crazy. Uh, I haven't done an SEO this week episode in quite some time, so I thought I'd bring this back alive and nothing like the present to start. So we're doing on January 1st, 2018, with episode number 57. Get us back in the hang of things and a groove of doing uh, the show. Uh, a couple things I like to add is I'm gonna start doing these live, like actual live uh, presentations, uh, so that you know people can come on if you want to. I can do site audits. You can ask me some questions, or we can just debate the articles and say uh, you know whether you think it's true or not, or um, add your own insights to the articles and stuff like that. So I think it's gonna be a good opportunity uh, to you know make SEO this week a little bit better for everybody uh, in general. Uh, and help out the SEO community uh, at large. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead, switch on the fancy lights in the background, because I like those on better than not. <laughs> now we're going to share the screen. And we get the Hangouts to play with nice with us here. Share screen, share screen. It's not gonna do it. What the hell? I gotta love this is bull crap. Every other thing works but the shared screen. <laughs> so we're just going to have to wing it uh, uh, on this one. The wonders of technological advances of the world. Fuck you too, Google. <laughs> Share screen. Do something. Bring up a pop-up. Be helpful. Nothing. It's not going to do it. All right. No big deal. I'll just learn from this and move on. So the first article we're going to talk about is actually on a website called SEOSherpa.com. You can find the link inside of the uh, show notes if you want to follow along um, to uh, the post on Digital Ear. Uh, just for the sake of this one to show because I can't <laughs> I can't share the damn screen for some reason. But anyway, it's uh, SEO Sherpa's How to Find Any Email Address, The Complete List of Tactics. It's actually a post I found uh, back in October that I wanted to share with everyone and just never got around to. I did save it, though, because it's pretty good. Uh, the crest of the post is there's 17 ways that he's identified to help you uh, find a, uh, opportunities to do your lake building and your lake outreach. Mainly uh, for you know for us, if we're going to do guest post or uh, like broken link building methods that Brian D teaches, you know something along those lines. Um, you can use this these methods to identify. Uh, people inside of your market, your niche, or, you know, just sites that are good that you want to be linked on uh, and uh, go ahead and get that interaction going on. 
so first one is the uh, how to find is uh, how to use a uh, email search operators or 15 search operators the, the main uh, name plus email name plus email address name plus contact name plus contact me that will sometimes pop up some good stuff uh, provided it's on the website so you can do you can add the site operator to that too email and contact or james or emails and contacts so it's a pretty good interesting way to pull it off another one is a tool that he likes he recommends is data and dat datanize datanize insider is what it's called it's a chrome extension so it allows you to go ahead and pop that up and it'll bring up a whole bunch of information about the uh, website that you're on and in some cases it'll actually throw up the website uh, or the contact email out of the, uh, the company details that it pulls up which is pretty handy another thing you might be looking at is a uh, there's some other tools that do kind of the same thing like hunter io and then there's one here mentioned i never never tried this one's called cell hack uh, and that checks public data sources for someone's email address uh, when you're running that, it might be something interesting or worthwhile to look up. Uh, third is the option to target your newsletters and find their email address that way. So basically what that means is, let's say you have a target, you want to get a, a, a link from, I don't know, let's go with Brian Dean just because he's on top of, top of mind right now. We want to email, I want to get a link from Brian Dean. And I, my guess is that Brian's probably hit up probably three, four hundred times a day uh, for uh, for backlinks from his posts or, uh, or some kind of, hey, will you promote me to your list? Those kind of, those kind of offerings. He probably sees it a lot, right? So we want to kind of think of a new way to do, a new approach to that. So what we're going to do is look at, he signing up for his newsletter and a lot of times a lot of these bigger guru types especially who have the kind of links that most of us really want will provide you the email address for them the example put in the post is james Shramko, super fast business he does reply to his emails you can do the same thing with uh, a lot of different other people. You know, Andre Chaperon, he replies personally to his emails as well. And that's how you kind of start and build a uh, relationship with them. So try that out. Just join signups and newsletters for your people. You know, pick someone, some crazy uh, hard person that you know it's just going to take for you a long time to get a link from. Uh, and, and try the email option out. I think you might actually enjoy it. If anything, you just get to meet the person uh, in one way or another and start to establish some kind of relationship with them. Uh, next is search your own email list. You know, if you're like, I have a list of email list of buyers, people who've bought my services. I don't really collect emails for affiliate purposes. Maybe I could. Um, but I have the, the newsletter for SEO this week as well. Uh, you can sign up to that and you get notified uh, when I remember to notify you uh, of a new post for SEO this week or a new show. Uh, so look at yours and maybe if you have a lot of people in there, you might just have some people that have some really good sites that are willing to link with you or link to you because you've established a relationship in some way. Uh, and that's a good way to do it as well. Uh, find a domain owner's email address using Whois records. You know that's okay. So most times nowadays, a lot of the good or the bigger sites are hiding that information. 
on who is using privacy. So I'm not sure that that would always be the most effective way, but is a way. Uh, looking at Facebook is an obvious way. Google Plus is obvious. Twitter is obvious. You can also go to contact and about us pages. You know, there's pretty obvious ways to do it. Uh, look at advertising pages. Like if we have a advertise here section, um, maybe you don't necessarily want to advertise. You want to reach out, kind of establish a relationship with the owner or something like that. Maybe that's a good way to get into it. I won't say that it's a little bit harder to get to the actual decision maker person um, than it might sound. Those guys are designed to sell you on getting an an ad placement, uh, not connecting you to someone to ask for a backlink. So it might be a little bit harder there. Look at privacy pages. Privacy pages do have a uh, emails for the most part, but they're typically general. Even when I set them up for clients, you know, we just created a, an info at uh, email that maybe no one reads, uh, if anybody reads at all, or you just kind of filter it out for spam and look for the occasional reach out point. Um, but for the most part, uh, you know, I'm not really a big fan of looking there just because. Uh, I, know, I know that most of those are going to be fake anyway, or not even uh, reviewed. Author bios, that's a good option, especially if you know the person's doing a lot of contacting or a lot of uh, link building via guest post articles and such on his own or her own. Uh, author bios, it could be a way to do it. Uh, Clearbit, I never tried Clearbit. Maybe something for you to look at. It's a uh, Gmail or Outlook extension. Similar to like yes, where basically you just plug it in, it gives you all information, checks if it's right, find some more details about the person, find maybe their address, maybe even a little bit of details about the company they're in, providing that that resource that it's pulling from has that stuff. So that's a pretty cool one. Uh, Twitter, we already talked about. Uh, let's see what else is in here. There's a bunch of them. That's 17. I think that's pretty much it. Well, yeah, there's LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a good one, too. Uh, I will say, coming from a person who's done a lot of LinkedIn outreach, it's really a numbers game over there because a lot of the people, they, you know, they talk about how you should have a LinkedIn profile, but there ain't all that many people actually leveraging LinkedIn, uh, especially for the, you know, building and establishing relationships with, with or business relationships beyond let's look for an employee or let's talk about my business. So you're going to find that it's a little bit harder to do uh, for the most part. I did like using at one point uh, LinkedIn groups to generate traffic. You know, you find 10 or 15 of them about your group and then you can kind of post them there. Um, but LinkedIn put a thing where one group moderator, if they mark you as uh, or if they mark your message as spam, essentially it puts your your article in spam in every group that you've been into. So if you find one, you know, jack off who just doesn't want your post in there because, uh, you know, he had a bad day or something, even if it's a good post and he marks you uh, or your domain as spam, uh, every message that you put in the rest of your groups is going to come out as spam as well. And probably, and most likely that's not going to get approved and seen uh, by people uh, across the, uh, the rest of the LinkedIn sphere. Uh, the next post we're looking at is, are no-follow links actually good for SEO? Here's what the crest of this article is. It's actually on SEMrush. And 
there is a, a a great debate as whether or not no follow works and if you follow some of the people over at the the warrior forum you know i've seen uh, some pretty interesting threads over there where people are just so adamant that no follow doesn't work that they'll call you a dumbass if you think that it does and then there's other people that are so adamant that it does that you know it's you know, newbies are getting a little bit mixed in uh, into this and, and kind of figuring out what is the what is the truth of the matter i will tell you that i have ranked pages using the description link inside of youtube as the only backlink which as everyone knows is a no follow backlink and i've ranked them just with just that one link that could be in combination with the fact that it's a no follow link on youtube for crying out loud and it's really high authority um i know that that link never got any traffic uh, from that video it was just the linking power um, it was a product review as a matter of fact i did a product review video and then i put the video on the page uh, and i put a link in there so was it the video that ranked it or the no follow uh, i don't know i haven't really tested that out i will say though that I'm kind of in line with what SEM Rush here is saying, is that nofollow are a natural backlink for you to have. For, for unless you're an SEO specifically going out and looking only for do follow backlinks, uh, you're going to have a nofollows nofollows in your backlink profile. And I think they do, in my opinion, I think they do uh, play some value. How do we test this? I think we should set up some test pages, maybe five to ten. Uh, and then send some no follow backlinks. The easiest ones to find are, are obviously YouTube, uh, maybe even some blog comments. You know, you're tested blog comments too at, at that point, but maybe some blog comments on some really decent blogs that actually you know are really good um, pages with ranking all on their own and stuff. You know, maybe some a blog comment on Brian Dean's site, for example. I'm pretty sure he's running no follow over there, and see how that influences uh, your ranking here's in my opinion i think they do i think it's even it's just the mention alone will improve your ranking uh it's kind of like uh so it's there um but google don't pay doesn't you market as no follow so you tell google don't pay attention to it but google's like well it's a link you're you're meaning the the term of for what we need for the search result um so we're going to give you credit for it uh, I think that is what's happening. I think the juice flows through it, no follow or not, uh, even though the party line over Google is that it doesn't. Uh, I don't think that the – I would have to say that it would be pretty hard-pressed for me to say that all of those links are have no value whatsoever. So if you look at high-competition terms, especially the ones in here uh, that they mentioned, the diet pills – Backlinks, uh, online degrees, those are high competition terms. One site there is ranking number one, uh, 30%, 28% no follow, 31% no follow for the mortgage payment calculator, 21% for diet pills, 25% for online degrees, 23% for best fidget spinners, 31% for uh, internet business. Now, if you look at that number, you're either the the assumption that 28% of the links just don't matter and don't count, or that the the rest of those do follow links are just really that good that they're you know outbeating the rest of the uh, competition for those terms. So again, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna lines that you should have you should have them. 
to have that natural backlink profile. Um, and then just you do something to test. If you haven't tested anything before in SEO, this would be actually a really good test. Are they any good? Do they pass juice? Uh, or do they pass any ranking value whatsoever? That would be, you know, three good questions to ask. Next one is uh, Google introduces the rich uh, results in the structured data testing tool. Now, basically, if you don't know the, the, the rich snippets sections, you know, those are getting a lot more attention from Google featured uh, featured snippets, the uh, questions, those are all rich snippets, the knowledge data graph on the side, those are all rich snippet features. And then what the tool is doing now is just saying, yes, your page is eligible for it because you have the right stuff on it, or no, you don't, essentially how it goes. Um, but you can, it'll also tell you the detected structured data that it's looking for. Some things that it, uh, it points out now, uh, according to his list, is uh, recipes, jobs, movies, and courses. Now, as you know, Google Jobs is taking over there. They're trying to, you know, move in on the uh, Indeed. Uh, they, they saw that Indeed was just killing it over there on Jobs. So they wanted, they created Google Jobs, uh, recipes. Pretty much everyone likes to do recipe stuff, so um, that would be pretty good to see if you're uh, eligible for that one. Uh, and courses. And let's look at the courses to see really how that works out. Is that like an internet marketing course, a college course, or create live, you know, how to do Photoshop clinic course, that, that kind of stuff. What are they going to apply uh, it, to that? That would be interesting to know. Next is Seer Interactive. It's Google Marketing Attribution Finally Explained. And if you don't know what this means is to Google Analytics has a tool called Attribution. So, and then whoever the last click essentially is, that's it, it attributes that to organic search. That sales organic search, the sales from direct, the sales from referral, the sales from social networking. Uh, and there's a... A function in there to get really detailed about uh, the reporting. And for the most part, the, it's kind of set at default for the last interaction attribution. So let's say you get someone from organic search, then later they find your ad because you're doing retargeting, uh, and then later they get a referral because some one of your buddies shared a backlink uh, on a site that they just happened to read at the same time. And then finally they go in and look at your site directly by typing in your URL. The only attribution that gets credit in last attribution is direct. Now, as Google, as far as they're concerned, they recommend that you actually use the time decay attribution if you haven't tried it at all. Basically, what that means is it sets up display, use a display ad, then they find you again in organic search, and then they see you again on Facebook, for example, and then they sign up for your email list, and then finally your email is the one that sells them. That is the time decay attribution, and that kind of how that works. Um, there are a couple, there's linear, you know, it kind of gives you the same credit all the way through for those, and then uh, first interaction. First interaction is good, especially if you're uh, SEO type, and your only focus is search engine optimization, but you happen to know that they have another agency that's doing um, Facebook ads, or they have another agency that's running Bing ads, and those guys are all saying, oh, look how, look how good you're doing, or we're doing, uh, and then your clients are looking at you like, what are you doing? And in truth, what is happening, could be happening, is you're generating organic traffic, 
they're getting a remarketing pixel and now they're getting credit for that sale because that ad was the, the final closure but you're the one that got that user there in the first place you know remarketing is useless if you don't have the original traffic right so that's kind of uh, where that goes so first interaction attribution is actually pretty cool too there's just a guideline of where to go to kind of turn that on um, obviously there's way more to look at uh, if you're looking for a book and how to set up google analytics do what i do uh, follow this one it's google analytics breakthrough is what is called from zero to prospect uh, by Wiley, it's actually really good uh, there's a whole bunch of examples you can kind of just go follow them here and set it up on your account uh, and play with the new features so check that out next site is tweakyourbiz.com is how can you how can your online site show your brand's credibility and quality this one's uh showed this one because there are going to be a lot of people in 2018 that are looking for new websites or looking for increased conversions and i think that the uh, the website or they when they're when they're designing it they're almost doing it as an afterthought it's kind of a, a me too kind of thing you know everyone wants a big old huge header everyone wants to do the fancy video in the header um everyone wants to click me now or click buy button uh, kind of thing and you know honestly as in web design i think all these websites just frankly they, they all look the same and it's getting pretty boring so i wanted to show you this one not just because It'll, it'll give you some ideas to kind of do something different uh, and then use these guidelines as a base to why you should do them. So aesthetics, photo quality, uh, balancing your images, your text, and your white space, uh, user-friendly, even easy navigation, mobile-friendly, dear God. If you don't have a mobile-friendly website by now, then just shut down your website because, frankly, you're, you're missing the boat. Um, or your marketing agency has completely failed you. So look and do test your site. If it's not mobile friendly, fire your marketing agency and come hire me or someone else uh, because they, they just let you down. Uh, and then customer service and engagement points and stuff like that. Um, all of this stuff is really, you know, it's part of the, the branding process that you need to go through, part of your SEO process, and part of your conversions process. Um, so the... When you're looking at sites, you want to make your site new and different. Go out there and find something uh, that looks like what you enjoy, what you might engage with. Then kind of make those ideas uh, how you would like to see your website. And then forget about you. Uh, start thinking about what your audience is looking at. If you are a, a web design agency, find some of the top agencies that are selling web design. Go see what they're doing. Uh, because they might have a better handler on your audience than you do uh, at this point. Uh, SEOs, go find a better SEO agency and see what they did and, and model that uh, versus getting emotionally involved in your website. I think emotionally being emotionally involved in your website is what kills 99% of uh, the SEO web designer client relationship because uh, clients are so emotionally tied to that that they think it's, you know, it does represent their, them, but more importantly, it represents the business. Uh, and if you're emotionally tied to it, you're not going to see the things that are working properly. And you're not going to see the things that aren't working. Uh, so I think that's something that you should, uh, you know, consider when you're doing a, uh, a website. Uh, finally, we're going to close this out with a post on the website group.co.uk. It's how long does it take? 
to rank in Google. And so infographics, actually pretty good theory. Um, I will say that I've seen basically what is going is, is getting around to is if you have a brand new domain, you're going to find that it takes significantly a lot longer to rank uh, than if you don't, which, you know, in all honesty, is true because if you're in a, a market that has uh, SEO competition, you're competing with older domains because they've just been around longer. You're competing with domains with backlink profiles. Your brand name, brand name is uh, brand new, doesn't have a backlink profile, and you know it's going to have already some some established audience if they're worth their salt. So that's kind of you know it's a little bit biased to say that you know this stuff has to be, but. Um, you know, looking at the data here, they, they say how old the website is. The average uh, age is 950 days for a brand new website or from a for for the websites in position one. Uh, I think it's you know you can balance that out is um, counteracting that argument by looking at how many of those search terms they look at, how many of those search terms had the same website in it. Uh, you know, if the if Yelp is everywhere, then obviously they all have the same age. It's going to skew your data, right? Uh, so looking at that, looking at the, um, the top 20, 22% of the pages, according to what they found, were top were uh, created within a year. And what else is in here? How long to how it took rank a picture page of Google, high domain authority, BAA, 50%, 5.7% of all study pages ranked uh, in the top 1% within a year for at least one keyword. Honestly, if you're that low, you're probably doing something wrong. If it's at least one keyword, then maybe you're not doing the right keywords. <laughs> Go out and do some long tail stuff and kind of buck the trends of those numbers, right? But I, I was, again, I like to see how they kind of compile this. There's no indication of which, you know, which keywords they looked at. Uh, the markets, uh, did they do any filtering of the domain names so they're not looking at duplicate domains, all that stuff. But Ahrefs made it. You know, they have, a, they have a great deal of data over there, so I'm not discounting uh, the value of this. I think it's safe. This is good to show to clients, uh, especially if they're trying to start a new website in a very competitive niche. Uh, this will help you uh, with the with the argument of how long it's going to be, especially if you're you know you're asking you know, like me, you're asking fifteen uh, fifteen to three thousand dollars a month for search engine optimization. Uh, you're going to need to justify why they're going to be doing that for three to six to nine months, um, and this is just another thing to help. Uh, if you want to, you can look at Digital Ear, uh, my site. Look at the homepage, scroll all the way down to the bottom. You see that video from you from Google. Um, Mari is the one who did it before she quit, saying that you know you should a good SEO campaign takes up a year. That's a good white hat SEO campaign too. You, know, you can get a little bit trickier and do a little bit faster depending on your uh, risk tolerance and, and stuff. But a, a good white hat campaign could take you uh, up to a year, especially in some competitive terms. So. I think this uh, infographic and that video kind of tied together with the prepared uh, response to how long they're going to have to pay for pay for your services uh, will position them better. And two, one, two months down the road, they're not going to be 
already on you, but why am I not ranking for, you know, why am I not ranking for divorce attorney in LA already? So, um, I should be, I should be number one by now. That's what you said. I was going to be, you said you're going to give me number one. It's been too much now. And you know, I'm only a number, you know, 52. Well, sir, you have the brand new website. That's not what you said. You know, well, <laughs> now you have something to kind of counter that and be, uh, head that off at the past and set those expectations early in your relationship. Um, so that you both know client and SEO that you have to work together and you got to work together in the long term and work this out. All right. I think that's it uh, for SEO this week. Again, I apologize for this stupid no screen share thing. Uh, if you listen to the audio podcast after I uh, pull this out, then you don't care. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll figure this out for the, uh, the live stream next week. Uh, two or mondays at 2 p.m pacific is when i want to do these so if you have any questions now's a great time to ask i have the panel set up here um looking for new questions see, see if you guys want to have anything to ask or want me to look at a website with you uh that kind of stuff we can do that um otherwise i think i'm gonna call it uh just for this time just because let me check the live pages and you know obviously uh, nothing's working right here so let's be safe that load up yeah i don't see anything so i think we're going to call it uh for this show again mondays at 2 p.m pacific time is when i want to do this uh, bring your questions bring your websites um i try to post the uh the show the notes for the urls so you can look at the articles if you want to and have some questions about those uh as we go through or you just want to debate the the validity of you know of what's being said it's always good to debate things it's always good to come up with new ideas to test things so uh, that's basically what seo is all about is testing ranking make money rinse repeat test rank make money rinse repeat and so um i hope you enjoy the show i hope you like this new version of seo this week and i hope you come next week with your websites so we do some side audits thank you